Vincent and Because We Make, the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari. Joining me as always, my good friend and co-host, Ethan Carter. What's up, buddy? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Last Monday of recording for 2020. Yes. 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 Because we're going to be just, just, let's just get it out in the open. We are going to be some lazy sacks for the next couple (laughs) of weeks. This is the last recording of the year. We are going to the next recording we do is going to be January 11th, which means the episode will episode 80 will drop Crazy. on January 13th. So there you go. So we are taking a couple of weeks off because well, life and mm-hmm. you know what? It's better than a, a month long hiatus or whatever else the hell we were going to do. So yeah. um, just a quick thank you to everybody. Um, the messages that I got last week. Oh yeah. Pretty freaking. We're pretty freaking awesome. You guys are the, you guys are the literal best. Right. First it was, we hope you don't have cancer again, which was kind of a nice sentiment. Right. But then it was like, Hey man, if you need anything, you know, we're looking out for you and we're looking out for, you know, even if Beth needs anything. And I, I really do appreciate that. Like that means a lot to me. Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's so amicable that it's not even really a thing. Like we're, we're living together in peace right. and everything, everything's fine. So, but yeah, I do appreciate you guys checking in on me. I, it was really, really heartwarming and I'm not going to, I don't want to, you know, fill a spot on anyone's bingo card or anything, but I really <laughs> do love, I really do love this community. And I yeah. really was feeling the warmth after last week's episode. So thank you for that. I, I really do appreciate it. It's a nice thing to feel the week going into Christmas. Believe me. Yeah. You know, it's in it. And it, it, that's, I mean, amazing, and I'm not surprised because the list, our listeners, and the community, and all of that are truly amazing. It, but even and completely not anywhere to that level. But uh, and I won't call them out in case they didn't send one to anyone else. But I got a Christmas card from one of our friends and listeners, and you know, friend. But and to me, that it just touched me. I was like, this is such a per, you know, it's just really is a friendship right we're creating friendships through the social media and i have a feeling i know the ones you're talking about because yeah. i got them too and they yeah. just made me smile it, like it, it touched my i don't know why it touched me so but it did so thank you yeah sometimes you know it's it's really weird you know people think that people think that if something is going to hit you emotionally it has to be like right deep, right hit you hard it's and usually like, the, it's usually the opposite right and, Sometimes yeah. it's just like it's like the little know, thing. Yeah. It's a combination of something that's really thoughtful and mm-hmm. then a combination of who it came from. Right. Um, and this person, I'm I guarantee this person is not only listening, but knows that we're talking about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure that we're talking about the same person. I'm sure we are. Yeah. And yeah, it was just it, it was it, such it, a it, cool it, surprise. It, yeah, it, and it was not the it was not lost, you know, it was not lost on us. So nope, nope. And it was very much appreciated. I actually got I got a Christmas card from someone who, and this was kind of weird to me, but you know, I thought it was so nice. Like I got a Christmas card from someone who I only did a sticker swap with. That's amazing. Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, what? You, you, you like, okay, we did the sticker swap yeah. like back in like February. <laughs> right. And you saved my address so that you mm-hmm. could send me a Christmas card. Like amazing. I don't have that. I'm not going to lie. I don't have that level of forethought. Right. And it, right. It doesn't mean that I don't, Care, I, just, I just i you're right i and wouldn't it, have thought about yeah. it like and, in february exactly. to go oh yeah we, we're gonna i'm gonna do a sticker swap and then in, i'm gonna send a christmas card like oh wow okay yeah i kind of fell on my face a little bit with that yeah no i 
I get it. This is the kind of networking crap that a certain person who, again, I won't want to fill out anyone's bingo card. We'll talk about it in a second. But um, I don't want to fill out anyone's bingo card. But this is the kind of thing that a certain person says that when you're in tune to what your business needs, things just hit you. And, you know, that's what you develop over time. You develop that sixth sense mm-hmm. of, oh, of course, I'm going to save his address because, you know, you never know. Send right. a Christmas card because that's what and I do have everyone's like emails and whatever. But it was really, really funny yeah. getting that and going, yeah, I know I fell short there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I'm saying, and yeah, exactly. It has the same kind of reaction. Sometimes it's like, oh, wow, I'm. I'm no, not as thoughtful. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, that's exactly what it is. You know, you, you think you're doing really good. Right, right. And then someone comes in and in one move just makes you go, oh. But you know what? Oh, it yeah. makes me, it does make me want to be better. And, and it, not even that. It reminds me of how important simple communication and gestures oh, totally. are, you know, and, and how impactful they can be. And I, and I truly believe that. And, I, and we've, we've, we've mentioned it even on comments and stuff like that, where, you know, it, I know, you know, I I had under 100 followers at one point, and I know how amazing it was to get someone who had 1,000 followers comment on my post, right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not always the best at that, but I always try to remember that because it is. It takes two seconds, right, as we've said before. Yeah. Um, so it's it, I, th- I think especially in the holiday season, especially this year with everything going on, I think it's a good reminder for all of us that it, you know, Four words can can make make someone feel really really good. So and and you have to kind of you have to kind of remember like you know I just I was you know a little humble brag here but I just crossed fourteen hundred on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, no, congrats! I'm I saw that. That's really, awesome. Man. Really happy because that means I've multiplied my users by ten since mm-hmm. two thousand seventeen. I am very proud of that. Um, it's not the big numbers that other people get, but I was thinking of it in this context just today, basically, mm-hmm. like, you know, I have 1400 followers on Instagram and I'm really proud of that number. Like I I've worked very hard on my Instagram to keep, to get it to a point where people are actually checking in right. and I'm happy that more people follow me than I follow. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with all of that. I feel like my ratio is decent and it's, you know, it's consistent. And I was thinking about it today and I'm like, you know, when when I get these guys that follow me and they have like a they have like a hundred followers and they follow like you know one hundred and fifty or two hundred people and it's like wow this is a really small account right mm-hmm. to to them I'm a big account right and I never have been in a position in my life and it's it's I know and there's some of you that are listening to this and I know you have much bigger followings right I get it but that's not what this is about it's just that. You have to keep in mind sometimes that no matter what size you are, there's always going to be people bigger than you who may not notice you. And there's going to be people smaller than you who look up to you. Right. And I'm starting to get that feeling now where people, I don't want to say look up. I feel dumb saying look up to me, right? Because it's like, oh, I don't want to be bragging about, I don't know that people look up to me. If you do, thank you. If you don't, well, thank you anyway, you know, whatever. But you, I do know that there are people who are, who very much appreciate when they get the approval of someone who's a bigger fish in the same pond that they're swimming in. And I feel like I can do that for people now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice. Like I, you can tell when a small account gets, you know, they follow you and you follow them back and they, you get in a, a, a clearly not an automated message. Mm-hmm. You get an actual DM from a human that was written with grammatical errors and poor punctuation. <laughs> yeah. Says, Thank you so much for following me. I really yeah. appreciate it. You know, and it's, it's nice to be able to do that for someone because that was, you know, whether we admit it or not, we always seek that approval. I don't give a damn. Everybody says, I don't care. I don't, you, you care, 
right? Oh, we all do. And that, right. Right. different levels, right? And different nice. people, we put different weight on, on all these things. But at the same time, it's human nature to want approval and want acknowledgement and recognition. And, I, and it goes I both ways, see. though, too. I mean, I will say this, like, I also like when when someone thanks me for, you know, responding or something like that, which mm-hmm. I always try to do, as I've said before, uh, especially in DMs, if someone has a question, I I, I really hope if I, I never miss any of them. Right. Um, and I really don't think I do, but I hope I don't. But mm-hmm. It also means a lot that they reached out to me. Like to me, I still feel like I don't like I don't feel like I have as many followers as I have. I, I really, I genuinely don't. I don't feel like I'm that. I I still get kind of um, taken aback when someone thanks me for for responding to them, which to me is like a normal. Like, of course, you you wrote to me and asked me a question and. What like I'm not? Why would I not respond? And and it's just so again. That's it. Hey, there you go. Bingo. Um, again, uh, that's, it just goes to show you how little it takes to, to, to be a good person. Right. I mean, I, 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 just, I always use this example because I've shown it to people and I have, we always have a good laugh when I show it to people who can appreciate it, but I don't have a screen capture of Jimmy DeResta starting to follow me on Instagram because it's the most important thing in my life. Right. I have it because holy crap, that's a tiny little bit of recognition from someone mm-hmm. I really do look up to. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you have to flip the script a little bit and go, and for some people, you are that person. Right. And it's it it you don't want to, you know, a normal sane person that's not a narcissist looks at that and goes, No, I'm not that person for anybody, right? You don't want to come off that way. But it's kind of cool that I'm able to be that for somebody. I don't mm-hmm. know who I am that for. If I am mm-hmm. that person for you, then by all means, blow up my ego and tell me on <laughs> podcast at becausewemake.com if right. you want to tell us both so Ethan can see it too. Or if you just want to <laughs> Vincent it becausewemake.com, you want to tell me how great I am, I will never tell anyone not to do it. No, <laughs> but no, but I seriously, still, I, I, still, I love it though. Yeah, I still I, I still do screen grabs of the uh the the quote-unquote big makers um, of when they when they like a post um and when when uh when jimmy finally likes one of my posts or likes one of my comments i am gonna screenshot the blank out of that so let, let me tell you let me tell you something let me tell you something <laughs> this weekend this weekend i got jimmy's latest product yeah the uh the, the mind finger the push sticks yeah yeah, yeah. first of all I'm just going to tell you, if you think they're a gimmick, you're an idiot. They're amazing. Oh, they're so funny. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't so get them, but they, yeah, I, I, yeah. So one of them, so it was really funny. I point, I messaged him because, you know, that's what I do. I message <laughs> him when I want to talk to Jimmy, I just message him. No, I'm just kidding. But I was sitting there with the bandsaw and I, I was using the sticks and I'm like, oh my God, these are amazing. Yeah. He reposted your story, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Hold on a second. There's no heel on these sticks, right? So what can I, and I was like, wait a minute, the pinky on the left one is missing. I wonder. So I flipped it over and I used it as a push heel oh, to yeah. push the piece through the bandsaw to resaw it. And I messaged him. I was like, Jimmy, these things are amazing. Like, yeah. I love these. <laughs> I just used it on the bandsaw. And just so you know, the missing pinky makes an outstanding heel. And he just wrote back, ha, 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 awesome. <laughs> and I was like, See, that's the like I know when right. I've overstayed my welcome, I don't like go, so Jimmy, how are you doing? Like, nope, that was it. I got my message to him. He got a good laugh out of it. He reposted my story. We all had that's our day, right? I, I, I also think no, sorry, go ahead. 
that interaction mm-hmm. though, it, it meant a lot to me. It was right. nice to just go, Hey Jimmy, you made something really cool and I appreciate it. And thank you. I, I will say that's important, not for us, but like for, I also think that is a, that's a, a, a thing to keep in mind though, is know you know, know the right amount of interaction, right? Oh God. Yes. Because, and, and, you know, I, especially ever since we had him on, but David Pacito, you know, I've, you know, I've sent him a couple messages here and there and I'm super, you know, super conscious of the fact that I don't want to overdo it. Right. Because Mm -hmm. then, then it's going to spoil it because one, I know he's a private person to begin with. Right. Um, but yeah, but like, uh, when I got his, uh, latest book, I sent him, you know, I sent him messages like saying, it's amazing. Like I love it. And, and you know, and then he, you know, he, he responded back that he hadn't gotten it yet. And, you know, we had like a, quick little interaction and i wanted to keep going i was like you know what no this is perfect right so, yeah, just let this yeah. let it die exactly. don't be, don't be that guy exactly so it's, yeah yeah there's so opie and anthony used to from you know for those of you that know who opie and anthony are congratulations you're people i love mm-hmm. um but if you know who opie and anthony are they used to years ago they would get a lot of celebrity interviews and you know celebrities would always come on and they would talk about you know fans would come up to them and you know some fans knew like the boundaries like if mm-hmm. they were with their families they would wait till they had a moment where they were alone and they would just come up and go hey man i love your stuff thank you and there were times where fans would just be like you know sitting there with your family having dinner and somebody would come up with like a picture or a, something in a pen and like hey can i get your autograph and it's like i'm with my family right you know like n- knowing the boundary or after you know anthony always talked about this he goes everybody that everybody that ever saw me at a bar thought they were going to just sit next to me and have drinks with me for right. hours it's like right. no that's that, that we're not we're not at that level yet right well <laughs> so I, and i was, I was another quick real quick story about that same kind of thing is um so my uh you know unofficial brother-in-law but also my best friend and roommate from college um he he trained a lot of the patriots uh it wasn't officially associated with the Patriots, but they, they, uh, they were right on site and they trained a lot of them. So he got to know a lot of the Patriot players and they'd invite him out and, um, you know, out to the bar and stuff like that. And so I'd go with him, but it was exactly that Vincent. It was like, there was this unofficial rule that you treated them like anybody else. You didn't, you didn't ask them about, you know, football. You didn't ask them about anything. You didn't try to take a selfie. Like as long as you just were treated them like a person, they like they were more than happy to hang out with you and and like they i mean they really liked you right and um but it it is amazing to just uh that it was a a eye-opening thing for me i don't know i'm not going on a tangent but it was an eye-opening thing for me is everyone thinks that celebrities and stuff like that get vip sections and bars and stuff like that because they're rich and they can afford it Mm -hmm. it's i'm sure there's a lot of that but it's also because they get harassed constantly like if you they can't you can't be at a bar and just and just be hanging out because to your point every single per like every 10 seconds someone comes up and wants to take a picture with you so they they get those vip sections because of that it was part at least partially so it was it was but i always took that to heart in in the sense of you know that's an extreme and you know i'm never you know but it's an important kind of thing to remember is that they're people and they just want to live their life too right I I had to I had to I'll tell you a funny story I'll tell you a very funny story it's, it's funny if you know who the guy is it's not so funny if you don't but you'll understand the point anyway <laughs> um, do you know who Sean Hastings is mm-hmm. or no mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. holy crap I've heard I, the name actually I don't I mean 
Oh, okay. It's like, wow, that's a name that I've brought up to maybe 20 people in my no, life. I and definitely, I well, so now, okay. now I'm questioning myself. I thought I did, but. Okay. Sean Hastings was the guy who basically, do you ever, do you remember, you know about Sealand, the um, autonomous, basically it's like a drilling platform in the yeah. middle of the ocean. Yeah. And he basically turns it into a country kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The guy behind Sealand. Okay? okay. So the guy is like, you know, one of my, one of my heroes. Like, I love this dude. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was at Starbucks one night. Beth and me and a couple of our friends, and I swear to you, out of nowhere, we're sitting there, and Sean Hastings walks in. And I didn't recognize him by face. I only read his stuff. I've I've never actually seen him mm-hmm. because at that point, you know, the internet wasn't really a f- – I wouldn't say it's not a thing, but you didn't find someone's picture all over the place all the time. You read their stuff, and they were in just a name. And I'm sitting there, and he comes over to the table, and he sits down with us. And he's talking to one of my friends. And apparently they were teachers together. Huh. And, you know, so we're talking, we're talking. And he goes, and my friend goes, you you two would probably get along. You know, he goes, do you ever hear of Sealand? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that dude was awesome. Sean Hastings. <laughs> and, and he goes, he points with his thumb to the guy I'm sitting next to. He goes, he goes like that. And I'm like, and I just, my jaw just dropped. I'm like, no, it can't be. And and my friend goes, Sean, show me, show me, show me, show me your driver's license. He's not going to believe that it's really you. And he pulls out his driver's license, shows it to me, and I'm just like, oh my god. And then I googled him and I tried to find a picture, and I was like, oh my god, I'm sitting in Starbucks across the table from Sean Hastings. Right? That's hilarious. I was legitimately starstruck, but we just had a normal conversation. Like I didn't go, right. dude, what do you think about cryptography and right. how do you feel? We didn't talk about it, right? We 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 were just we had normal conversations, and him and my he and my friend were sharing like stories about you know being en- professors of engineering and electronic engineering and that kind of stuff. And you know I was able to hang in the conversation, but right. I mean they're just way smarter than me. Dude, but I didn't, yeah. like yeah, I didn't fanboy, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple of a couple of years later, um, you know, they, he, my two of my friends from that table got married and they're like, and we were sitting there and I said, you know, Beth and I were sitting there. I was like, you know, I know we're going to sit with this person because we knew a couple of mutual friends. Who else is going to be at our table? Like, we don't know any of your people. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm just going to sit you at the table right next to Sean. And I'm like, no, you aren't. <laughs> no, you're you're not going to sit me at your wedding next to him for like three or four hours. Like I will freak out. He goes, no, no, you are going to sit next to Sean Hastings. So you better just be prepared for right, it. Right, right. I thought he was kidding. Nope. <laughs> I sat down at the wedding. I sat down at the wedding. Beth and I are sitting at the table and I felt a hand on my shoulder. He goes, I remember you from Starbucks. And I turned around and it's Sean Hastings looking at me. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's Sean Hastings again. And again, we had, I tried so hard to not be that awkward, weird. Right, like, right. Dude. So after the wedding, after the wedding, my friend Stan goes, so how was it? I was like, oh, it was awesome. We were just sitting there like a couple of guys. We were drinking, you know, just, he goes, did you at least take a picture with him? And I'm like, no. He goes, why else would I put him at the table with you? I thought maybe you'd <laughs> want to have a picture with him since I was like, I know it felt weird to ask him for a picture. Well, you know what though? Again, he probably remembers you more because of that than exactly. And yeah. and that's that's kind of what my long mm-hmm. my long way around of saying that even though I love this dude and his work was so good and you know, I I read so much of what he had written over mm-hmm. the years. All that being said, I still didn't indulge. Right. 
in being a fanboy. Yep. <laughs> so, and that's also my five minutes of brushing elbows with somebody who was really famous. Again, it's one of those, I guess it's one of those things where if he's really famous to you, then again, you're my kind of people. If he's not really famous to you, then you just heard a really interesting story about me not being a fanboy. (laughs) I definitely, I definitely knew who he was. I I don't think I would have been able to place it, but. You know about, I think everybody knows about Sealand. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. As soon as you said that, yeah. But mm -hmm. yeah. Well, one last bit of advice and we've i've given this in the past is if you meet someone that you look up to for the first time I know what's in coming. the bathroom when you're washing your hands that is not the time to introduce yourself it's it's a horribly awkward situation and it it, it doesn't go well so don't do that <laughs> don't don't be me be better than ethan that, that's your t-shirt be better than ethan be better than Ethan. there you go there's there's the first round of merch <laughs> so we we're getting. We're going to get to why you know. We're going to get to the big story thing. I promise. Mm-hmm. But we have to address something. What's that? We have to address it. You are a son of a bitch. <laughs> I think I know why. But. Okay, so for those of you that are playing along or not playing along yet, um, we are we are all about um, we're all about the unwrap uh, unwrap a project challenge. Yep. And Ethan and I always, you know, well, always in the one competition. (laughs) Well, it's it's a true statement. We always. We always, right. That is true. In all the competitions that we've ever had, we went for the jugular. Yeah. Um, I was sitting there at work and I get a notification on my phone. Ethan Carter tagged you in a post on Instagram. And I'm like, what? Ethan doesn't tag me this early. Like, it's not the Monday night typical story. What's going on? I open up my Instagram and I just see it, dude. First of all, the cover image that you picked for the carousel, brilliant. Uh, it was, right. it was, it was uh, Battleship, by the way. It, yeah, yeah. So it was Battleship with Ethan's head photogra- um, photoshopped onto one and my head photoshopped onto the other. And it was basically Ethan's entry into the Unwrap a Project Challenge. <laughs> and I just want you to know, and I don't want to. I don't want to wreck it. I have a bad feeling that I can no longer win the host battle. <laughs> I just don't see how I could beat that. I honestly, I'm almost disappointed that it was that good already because it's just, dude, it was really, really, really funny. And guys, if you haven't watched Ethan's late, if you haven't seen Ethan's latest post on Instagram, which I don't know if it's going to be the latest post, but it may be a post or two back. Probably You'll recognize the cover yeah. image. We're in it. Dude, congratulations on one of the. F- I literally had tears. I know people say that a lot. I'm actually, I had to keep wiping the tears that were rolling down my eyes. I was laughing so hard because you absolutely nailed every cliche about this show in such a beautifully respectful way. <laughs> well, you, you, yeah. So what I mean, so what it is is I, I did a, a bingo game, you know, because we make bingo, and then I tried to do, I tried to find all of the things that we say you know cliche things that we say or mentions that we make you know all the kind of inside jokes um that uh for the podcast because we have we have a ton man i'm sure i didn't even get them all um so yeah no it was super fun i was came up with a couple by the way to her credit i just want to point it out she came up with a couple you missed oh i know I, well i've gotten i've gotten a couple of people are like i think i could add a few more so uh if if you do have them send them my way because we can make more cards and uh yeah we can make it happen um it really 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 good yeah no, I, and and as i said before we got 
on obviously Vincent the, my my biggest goal was to make it for you and, and because um I, you know I in honor so uh, I could not I'm, stop laughing yeah I'm so I, happy I that you enjoyed it so I was sitting at work I was sitting at work and tears I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I if anyone was sitting opposite me they would have been like are you okay like I, I could not stop laughing I actually had to get up and go pee <laughs> because you made me almost pee myself I was laughing so hard. Uh, that's just, awesome sometimes things just sometimes things really just land and yeah damn it did that land <laughs> I was, I, yeah it, it's funny because it, it, you know in the grand scheme of projects it wasn't a big project but i actually did spend a fair amount of time on it because <laughs> like, was, was obvious so, by the way i was so excited like it, I, it made me crack up as well as i was doing it and uh yeah i spent way too much time pho- photoshopping that that uh image and uh, the cover and um but it was uh, yeah so i'm i'm so happy that it resonated and it hit you that way 100 percent, 100 percent. i i could i actually you know how sometimes you know there was i forgot who it was but they were saying that um you know they asked him about weird al being um parodying him Mm -hmm. he goes are you kidding it's an honor oh yeah no it was um uh i think it was um it was definitely not coolio because coolio was he was a little bit annoyed. No, it was, oh, he was more annoyed. Uh, it was the guy that um, they see me rolling. That guy, well, I, I know he did as well. Um, that rapper, who was his name? The white and nerdy guy. Yeah, it was this, oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> Ethan loses his train of thought. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that that is just, it's exactly that. That's how it, that's how it felt. Like okay. when you parody something in a respectful way, it has a lot of impact. And that was just, fan freaking well, and and the, i mean my other intent was obviously to to make you laugh but it also was like it was I, I wanted it to be something that uh that people the loyal listeners and the people that listen to the podcast mm-hmm. would get and and you know it's for them right it's and uh and and the re- the reaction has definitely been that the people that the people that get it get it it's going to be probably one of my worst instagram posts of all time because mm-hmm. um it's very niche but uh but yeah no so i i love the responses so far and uh yeah so it was super fun it's super fun and uh i do have the stamp and i have the card so I'm, i I'll, I'll probably have to send you a couple of the cards i absolutely have to have them. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so i just the word that i came up with the second i saw it by the way mm-hmm. the, the perfect description was self-aware mm-hmm. it's so self-aware like it's almost too self-aware, right? Like, right. I almost feel like if you're not a listener, yeah, it, you're probably you're probably right about Instagram, right? If you're not a listener of this podcast, that makes no, no difference to your yeah. life whatsoever. Right. If you are a listener of this podcast, that will crack you up. And if it doesn't crack you up, then maybe you're you don't really like the podcast all that much. <laughs> I, that's cool. You know, we can still be friends. And, hey, listen, and you, you can't start listening yourself, then what are you doing with your life? Exactly. And let me tell you something. As someone who grew up as a, you know, first the skinniest kid and then the fattest kid, uh-huh. I'm very good at laughing at myself. Trust yeah. me. There's very few things I can do better than laugh at myself. So, no, I mean, so, it's so. last week, we, as we were closing out the show, we told people to, um, we wanted you to make us laugh or cry or something. Tell us a good Christmas story, preferably a maker related one, but, you know, just tell us a good story for Christmas. And we were going to pick a winner because that's what we do here. We pick winners. See, the original plan for tonight was we were going to do the the live stream. Oh, yeah, I know. For the Unwrapper Project Challenge. And, well, you guys, correctly, I'm not saying, you know, you badgered us. Well, I, mi- or- I missed the deadline myself, so. 
I mean, I ha- I don't even ha- I had no shot at making this deadline. By the way, I just want to point that I had no shot whatsoever. Uh, making yeah, it probably makes sense that we. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you for all the people that bitched and complained. No, I'm kidding. Um, but you know, you we are going to do it. I think we're going to do it the middle of February. I think like around Valentine's Day. So whatever show lands there, we'll put the we'll change the official date. It's going to be like mid February. That's going to give people six weeks from the beginning of the year. If you can't do something in six weeks, then challenges probably aren't for you. And I, I know it sucks, and I'm really sorry to people. We've actually gotten entries already. <laughs> Boy, have we gotten entries. Holy crap. Know, it's, we, like, yeah. it's like you guys are just going to do this again to us, aren't you? Yeah, I know. I know. It's like brutal. But it's um, Yeah, it's it's fantastic. But so we are going to – we did want to do something for Christmas. So what we're going to do, we asked people to tell us a Christmas-related story, and we are going to pick our favorite story of the lot. And we are just going to give you a $100 Amazon gift card. That's it. Very couldn't be simpler. Couldn't be simpler. And all I was hoping was please let us get enough stories. That we could do a show. <laughs> yeah. Right. And we did, which is, which is great. Um, I guess the best way to do this will be in the order that we got them. Yeah. I think that makes sense. We want to alternate them and then, uh, yeah, we'll just read them in the order we got them and, We'll keep going. I know you don't love reading. I'm sorry. You're going to have to read because no, I, 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 I I'm going to ref- no. You got it, buddy. You got. It. I, I got faith in you. Ugh. All right. First Christmas story, um, from Jeff, a weird guy who literally has the nicest cutting board that's ever been made. <laughs> True story. Um, my story of how my maker fix saved Christmas takes place around 20 years ago. We lived in an apartment with two small children and a couple of cats. We put up decorations in the tree, and predictably, one of the cats climbed up the tree and tipped it over. (laughs) I did some quick thinking and headed for the tools. I installed a ceiling lamp hook above the tree and tied the top of the trunk to the hook with fishing line. It didn't stop them from stealing ornaments or climbing the tree, but it never tipped over again. I got to tell you, dude, that's the kind of solution where I go, how come no one has thought of that? That is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's smart. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's a great, that's exactly the kind of story we were looking for, by the way. That's so, hilarious. And that was the first one we got. So Jeff, nice, nice job, man. That's uh I'm I'm impressed. That's a clever freaking story. And uh again, you can follow Jeff on Instagram at uh, he's a weird guy. Um, not that he's a weird I mean he is a weird guy, but it's not that he's a weird guy, it's just that's his he's name. He's a self proclaimed weird guy. Exactly. He by choice. Um and again, he does have the literal nicest cutting board ever made by a human being. So I'm, I'm not that I know the guy that made it or anything. No, no, definitely not. like that. So yeah, good one, Jeff. Um, you are uh, entry number one. Do you want to read entry number two? All right, I will. And I'm, I'm cursing you, but all right. All right. So this one comes from De- uh, Devin Williamson of Williamson Designs. Um, <clears throat> all right. He goes... My wife and I were married in 2007. She had two children, ashes, four and ages, I guess, ages four and seven. Uh, In December, the oldest was starting to doubt Santa Claus. So Christmas Eve, he was really doubting. So I logged onto the computer to show him that Santa was real. So I find a video. It has Santa staggering across the front lawn. Then he goes over to a tree and takes a leak. (laughs) My son jumps up, running uh, running across the house, Yelling, he's real, he's real. That video <laughs> kept the belief alive for another couple of years. Thank you, Santa. That's hilarious. 
That oh, is fantastic. That is a great, that is a fantastic story. I wow. love that story. I laughed. So this was, by the way, I just want to point out, this is the last one I read um, until the one we got today. Because I didn't want to read them all. I wanted to give my gut reaction yeah. on the show. This one cracked me up. Like, I'm just imagining, like, the, the face of horror in the Williamson family. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. I love that, it, like, his son actually, like, that, that made it real. Cause, yeah, Santa, you oh, know. Wow. he pees. He's yeah. real. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Next story. I, it's funny how you didn't want to read and I've ended up with the long ones, but okay. Um, <laughs> next story is from Dean Duplantis, our good friend. Um, when I was in college, we adopted this hound dog named Max. Max was a unique boy. He came with a chair from the shelter. They swore he sat in it. Never saw it happen once. <laughs> Max left us with plenty of stories. He could climb chain link fence. He ate steaks that were defrosting in the sink. He once ate an entire angel food cake that was on the counter. Oh my God. Um, and that's the antagonist of the story. Sweet Max. I believe it was Christmas of 2008. I vividly remember watching the dark night on DVD while wrapping gifts. My wife and I always wrap gifts together. We make our own wrapping out of butcher paper and paint and markers. Still do after all these years, still do all these years later. Sitting on the floor, wrapping gifts together, watching one of the best movies ever made per the opinion of a 20-something. What a way to spend a holiday evening. It was our last Christmas. It was also our last Christmas with a real Christmas tree. This was something I, I insisted on early in our marriage. My family always had real trees. A staple of the holiday was going to buy a tree. We haven't had a real tree since that Christmas. Friends down the street had invited us over for an evening cocktail. We were there long enough to spread some Christmas cheer and then came home to call it a night. When the door was opened, the smell hit you. Max was a big boy, almost 90 pounds at his grandest. <laughs> big boys have lots of pee, and Max, it's a lot of pee stories this week. Um, <laughs> I know, seriously. Big boys, have, big boys have lots of pee, and Max has done his worst all over the Christmas tree. In his defense, a tree is an outdoor thing, so I get why he was confused, but there was pee everywhere, <laughs> all over the tree, and worse, all over the gifts. Max had peed on Christmas. <laughs> Luckily, it hadn't been long and we salvaged most of the gift. It was awkward seeing my wife open her Christmas gift in a state of panic. Did she not like it? Or was it just the pee? <laughs> the butcher paper absorbed the brunt of the damage. No harm was found beyond the outer packaging. I became an expert at repackaging gifts this year. This was before Amazon, so we didn't have a bunch of boxes laying around. A local grocery store gave me some old boxes and we remade the packaging for everything. It was kind of fun. We would cut and glue the cardboard into the required shape and use markers for a cartoonish effort at replicating the original box. <laughs> Max peeing on Christmas was the gift that kept on giving. I had to explain to my sister, I promise the cups are new. <laughs> I just had to make new packaging them for them because Max peed on Christmas. We laugh every year about Max peeing on Christmas. This was the last real tree we've had. And the last time we left the gifts on the floor around a boy dog. <laughs> Dean Duplantis. Uh, to both of you, happy holidays and thank you for what you do. I know 2020 gets brandished as a bad year, but it's been a great year for this podcast. Easily at the top of my listening queue. I appreciate your time, your efforts, and the positive energy you bring to my phone. Thank you so much. If you ever need anything around Houston, please reach out. Dean, thank you so much, man. That's that awesome, story. Man. Was killer. And uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate the kind words too. It's that, that hits you right again, hits you right in the feels. Right in the feels. Oh, that would have been, that was another one. That could have been a good one right there for the bingo. Yeah, right in the fields. <laughs> this was good. Poor, poor Max. Uh, I'm confused. You bring the outdoors inside, and not expect the dog to piss on it. What's wrong with I you, know. man? Exactly. That's so funny. <laughs> All You're right. Up. 
All right. Uh, the next one comes from Jacob of Native Sun Woodart. Uh, so here's so. <clears throat> all right. So here's my Maker Christmas story from last year. It was about a week before Christmas, and like any self-respecting man in a relationship, I waited. <laughs> I waited too dang long uh, to get a tree. Uh, a tree before Christmas for my girlfriend and enjoy in our apartment. Thankfully, I was able to procure a tree from a friendly neighborhood Home Depot. Finding a tree stand was a different story, though. Four stores and what seemed like an eternity later, I finally, uh, I finally said, "Screw it! I'm a maker. I have tools uh, and some scrap wood laying around. I'll just make the dang thing." Heading home with no real plan whatsoever uh, and without the foggiest idea of where I start a. Uh, I start a blanky stared at, uh, stared at what I would tell uh, was far from grade A material selection. Determined to make it, determined to make this work as a failure was definitely not an option at this point. I began roughing out a basic design that included many rough edges in more ways than one, and the highlight of the piece was a plastic red solo cup to act as the water basin at the center of it all. In the end, after a few modifications, I was able to successfully and stably position the tree vertically in a vertical position without fear it might tip over, uh, which made me feel very proud. Moral of the story is prepare for Christmas early, folks, but always be ready to pivot in case of plan A doesn't work. Make moves, not excuses. <laughs> the show is a gift that keeps on giving, guys. Keep up the great work, Vincent and Ethan. Your friend, Jacob. Thanks, Jacob. That's hilarious. And I can totally imagine that whole situation. That is such that is such a Jacob story, by yeah, the way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just like as I'm as you were telling that story, I'm like, yeah, this had to like if you if I close my eyes and go, which ones are my friends? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I wanna see I, I hope you have a picture of this. I kinda wanna see it. See it with right, that. Jacob, Jacob, that's your that's your homework, Jacob. After you hear this episode, you are to go on Instagram and either in your store, preferably I put it in your stories. We know everybody likes to curate their feed, but put it in your story and tag us because we want to see what the stand actually looks like. I know you have pictures. Yeah, don't you pretend it. don't pretend you don't have pictures. You were on Instagram last year just like everybody else. <laughs> All right. Last story from our good friend Al Schultz at New York Woodworks, and he uh, says What's that? Yeah, go. Okay. He said, stop reading if you want to laugh. Oh, boy. This is going to be the right in the feels one. <clears throat> My family had this beat up ratty looking ornament that looked like, hold on one second. Let me read that again. My family has this rad, this beat up ratty looking ornament that looks like elementary school child made. It's a 12 inch tall Christmas tree made from a styrofoam cone with what appears to be Hershey Kisses glued to it. But on the top is a tiny, tiny angel probably an old coat pin. My mother is now the keeper of said decoration. My grandmother, who is by far the strongest woman I've ever seen, was the sole glue handing our family's dairy, holding our family's dairy farm together. She milked the cows, tended the smaller animals, ran the financials, fed us all meals during the workday, always had time for, the, for us grandkids and a fresh treat at the ready that she had baked. Who knows when during the night, 1962, she was struck blind instantly by optic neuritis and was blind for the entire month of December, two days after Christmas, which she completely prepared for by feeling around the house she helped build with her own hands. She stumbled and caught herself on a sofa table and felt that Christmas tree decoration up to the top and began to gain her sight and could see that tiny little angel on the top of that tiny little tree. Her sight completely returned over the next couple of days with no relapse for the rest of her amazing life. 
Note, that was the only Christmas tree in the house that year. And that tree has been on a sofa table for every year since and is on my mother's table this year, missing a few kisses here and there. As a reminder of how thankful for the simplest of things we should be and are. Merry Christmas, everyone. Give someone a hug. Love, Al. Oh, talk about feels. <laughs> All right, Al. You know, everybody set out to make us laugh, and you set out to make us cry. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a great, that's a great story. <laughs> Sorry. Gosh, that's a great story. You know, I think I you know, it's 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 interesting. I'm I'm gonna parlay this into something. If you're on my mailing list, I sent an email out today because I'm gonna start using my mailing list more. So if you're on my mailing list, be prepared. You're gonna get a lot of email. But it's it's I think that, you know, I love this line where he says, um, as a reminder of how thankful for the simplest of things we should be yeah. and are. Yeah. You know, I was I was one of those guys that really took life for granted. Um up until about, you know, obviously about two years ago, I took I took everything for granted. I didn't give a shit about anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing mattered. It was like, whatever. It is what it is. I don't care. I had no connection to things. I right. didn't take care of my health. I was almost 400 pounds. Um, I hadn't taken care of the acid reflux I was dealing with my whole life, and it ended up giving me cancer. I It's, it's crazy that it took what it took to get me to care, right? just don't let it don't let it don't let it be that for you you know i i the i was on um the invictus mind podcast with my friend michael corbel and he entitled the episode um be anxious for nothing be grateful for all things and when i was on jason's show about a year ago um we talked about it because that that that's become my motto ever since I heard those words because they they hit me exactly the right way. Be anxious for nothing. Be grateful for all things. Appreciate what you have. Don't don't wait till it's either taken away and you appreciate it in hindsight, or you know you don't take anything for granted. Anything, even if it's a minor thing, like you know, there's Jason always says like when you get out of bed in the morning, you know you sit up. Well, there's something to be thankful for. You're able to sit up when your feet touch the ground, be thankful that they're touching ground in a shell in a place where you have shelter. You you go in the kitchen, you have coffee to to drink and something to eat for breakfast. Be thankful for that. And if you, if you're just grateful for everything that happens to you on your way out, before you even start your day, you're going to realize you have an abundance of things to be thankful for before anything happens. And before you've interacted with another person. And I think that's something that we kind of don't do enough. So yeah, yeah, gratitude's important. And Al, I, I, you, you hit a chord, man, because this is something I've been preaching so hard for the last, last two years. When it kind of, I woke up to it, and it was something I needed to do: is be more grateful for what I have and be more respectful for what I have. I mean, hell, if you want to know what gratitude is like, go from, you know take a 66% pay cut and try to live your same lifestyle. Right. And, 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 you know, and, you know, for those of you that know, then, you know, I'm going through a divorce and you know that Beth makes a lot more money than I do. And, you know, I'm not going to say I took her for granted or my life for granted, but you realize right. how good your life is when no matter what I do, Right. No matter how this goes down, there's going to be at least a period, if not for the rest of my life, where I won't be able to live the lifestyle mm-hmm. I live right now. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. I can't afford it. 
and it re- <laughs> you want to be grateful watch the impending loss of all the stuff that you've taken for granted right and if that doesn't give you a little bit of gratitude i got nothing for you man i got nothing for you now it's a good message to think about at christmas especially in a year like this where everything is kind of falling apart and people are losing everything and it's tough right right it, it's it's tough it's it's always going to be tough though it's always going to be tough. And the difference between the people that win and the people that don't are the people that they say, okay, fine, I'll get down to the bare minimum. And then when I can't lose anything else, I'm still going to be thankful that I still have what I have left. Right. And that's the difference. Yep. And that's what it means to be anxious for nothing and be grateful for everything. Be grateful for what you have. Even if all you have is a dollar in your pocket, well, there's somebody with nothing in their pocket. Yeah. So, yeah, Al, you that was a that was deep, bro. You I'm really, glad we ended with that one because I'm kind. It kind of worked out well. Like that's a, it's good. Like the stories were light and funny, and then Al just kind of just punches you right in the gut. And, and all these stories are just fantastic. Yeah, they're all hilarious or meaningful or yes, so. exactly. So what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do is, um, Ethan and I are gonna take a quick break. Um, I don't know. <laughs> this is the funny part. I don't know if we have a sponsor. But we are going to take a sponsor break. Yeah, so you're going to hear sponsors or you're going to hear us come right back. But either way, we are going to take a break. We are going to deliberate. Mm-hmm. We are going to come back. We're going to do our stories. Um, the winner story. We're going to pick a winner, which we will give them their prize on Christmas because it's a Christmas prize, guys. You're not right. getting it on Wednesday. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll send out you. We'll get in touch with you and we'll give you your prize on Christmas. And also, we are going to do our things of the week and a video of the week this week. What? Some of you didn't even notice that we stopped doing the video of the week, and I'm very upset with you. (laughs) We will be right back. And we're back. I don't know how long you had to listen to sponsors. I hope it was a long time because we could use the money. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it ain't free, people. (laughs) Actually, for some people, it is free, right? Exactly right. For some of you people, it is free. All right, we get it. Yeah, I know. We don't do free here. And that's why our podcast sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just being, I'm being 100% facetious. Um, Okay. We had to pick a winner. And I'm just going to tell you straight up. This deliberation took a lot longer than you might think Uh, it would. Okay. Yes. Agreed. I'm not going to give you the full, we're not going to give you the full criteria of why we picked who we picked. Not going to happen. So forget it we're not going to we're not going to talk about it we are essentially the accounting firm of carter and ferrari and the envelope will be shredded afterwards so no one's going to know why the winner of the $100 gift card which you will be receiving on December 25th which is friday is dean duplantis yes and i'm just going to say this much it just made us laugh too hard like it it was too funny it was just a funny freaking story. Um, that's all we're going to say. I'm not going to talk about any of the others, but Dean, you cracked us up and it hit us the right way. So that's where and, we're going. And it had the maker vibe because y'all were making packaging, which I think is hysterical. Just getting a bunch <laughs> of like, Crayola and marker drawn pack. I just love the whole story. The whole thing is great. And uh, so, yeah, I hope, I hope sweet Max peed on many presents going forward and, uh, <laughs> many happy christmases with sweet max okay 
Uh, that's going to do it for that. So yeah, Dean, um, get in touch with us just to make sure. I mean, I'm going to assume unless I hear from you that it's the same email address. I'll probably wait till I hear from you, but I'm assuming it's the same email address you sent it from is your Amazon account email or that we can send the gift card to that. If not, just get in touch with us and let us know, but congratulations. And thank you everyone for entering and making this as much fun as I knew it was going to be hilarious. Yeah. Even though I was very nervous that we weren't going to get enough to make a whole show. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know me, I get nervous. I was like, Wow, we asked for audience participation. What if they don't participate? Holy crap. What do we do? Again, we talked for about like 38 minutes before we even did that. So I know. I'm never worried, but yes, I am. Yeah, God. God knows we are some chatty Cathy yes, sometimes. Yes. <laughs> you know, by the way, did anyone notice? I don't know. Well, actually, no, you wouldn't have noticed because the edit changes it. But I don't know if you noticed it when we recorded last week, but when I cut the episode in half to put the sponsor break in, mm-hmm. One half was 4102. The other half was 4058. That's crazy. We stopped dead That's center. Amazing. That's hilarious. <laughs> so kudos to us, the <laughs> professionals. Yeah. Even if we don't know it. Even if it's don't know, we're accidental. Believe me, we are accidental professionals. Yeah. But you know what? Not every professional is a planned professional. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes if you plan, it actually works against you. So. So I don't know if you guys noticed. Actually, no, none of you noticed. So just, you know, we talk about how loyal our fans are and whatever, but y'all, none of you noticed this. We haven't done a video of the week in like two or three weeks at this point. At least, yeah. Um, and there, there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. So Ethan and I started doing the video of the week mainly because when we were coming up with our things of the week, we were hitting the same video a lot. It got to a point toward the last few where we both agreed on it don't get this wrong we both agreed on the video that we picked right but it wasn't as obvious like sometimes there were weeks where it's like do you want to do this one okay yeah that'll work yeah Yeah. and and this this is how i i would like i explained it to one person but i was like some weeks were so obvious right Mm -hmm. easy so and then and there and and then there were also weeks where we debated because there were multiple you know a couple there but it got to the point where too often it felt like we were forcing it versus actually feeling like we were picking up video of the week. And that's not to say that they were the, the videos those, those weeks were bad by any means, but it just wasn't, it didn't feel like we were being authentic. Correct. Right. And that's a, that's a very good, that's a very good explanation. I agree with that. And I think what we're going to do going forward is when there is a video of the week, right. We will pick a video of the week. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if, you know, Ethan likes a video and I don't, or I like a video and Ethan doesn't, then the thing of the week. Right. Perfectly simple. So we won't have a video of the week every week, but we will have a video of the week when circumstances warrant. I feel like that just takes the pressure off. Like we're not picking something just to have something. Well, and again, I don't want to recommend something that I am only lukewarm about. Right, right. And, I mean, I, and I don't think I don't think you guys want us to do that either, right? And I just want to point out, by the way, this is not saying anyone that got video of the week toward the end. That no, it was, no, definitely not. I yeah, don't yeah. want anyone to get that no. impression. I just if it's not an instant, like these were the reason we started doing this because they were so instant that it was like, oh yeah, this is obvious, right? right. Yeah, it got to the point where at the end where we were we were almost in a committee discussing it, and it's like this isn't really why we're doing this. Like if we're if we don't come together instantly. Maybe it should just be our thing of the week. Yeah, and that's a and that's a really good point. It, it was not that we we all we always had videos that we really enjoyed, and 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 the ones that we ended up 
doing were really great videos. It just wasn't that instant, like, right. Of course, like, this, this is the one. Yeah, there isn't a this is the one moment. Right. Yep. So anyway, our video of the week this week. We do have one this week. Yes. Wasn't this wasn't this is the one moment. Um, <laughs> and damn it for damn it to him for doing this to us again. By the way, I, yeah, I think wanna... this is the. I mean, this is at least the second, right? It's at least the second. Um. It's actually, is it his second? It, yeah, yeah, it's the second, and but it's also, well, yeah, I don't know if it's the second because it might, I think it was someone's, a guest thing of the week. Uh, you know what? Screw it. It's Justin, maybe. <laughs> right, yeah. Whoever he is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, That's it's also two, two former guests, so. Yeah, so um, Justin, our good friend Justin, maybe, who is um, a good friend of mine. I like to call him a good friend now because then he can appreciate the fact that I now know who he is, which <laughs> if you don't know why I keep making that joke, then you didn't listen to the episode when we had the subject of the video on, which is Chris from Cowdog Craftworks, right? Cowdog Craftworks? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Okay, good. I never get it right. Um, he did a he did one of his documentary style videos on Chris, and it was so cool just seeing two of my friends in that kind of video like it's just it was like i got the same feeling when i watched him and brandy yeah exactly like watching him and chris was like oh and i you know i told chris today that you know he's in my top 15 percent of friends right like that's a that's a that's a lofty goal to get into that top 15 so um yeah justin did a beautiful job showing chris and his obsession with silly little hand tools and uh, (laughs) idiotically overcomplicated work but no i'm kidding kidding I, I always tease chris about his love of hand tools and shavings i'll call them shavings just because it annoys him um but it really was a great video and you know chris chris as much as we give him crap really is a cool dude and you know both these guys were guests on the podcast yeah in fact the reason we know the reason i got to know justin was because chris mentioned him on yeah, the podcast the of the week yeah i have no idea who that is <laughs> it's like i literally said i have no idea who this guy is so now it, it was an amazing I, I'm just every time I'm just taken aback by Justin's ability to to showcase the person and really bring out the person that they are. Because, I mean, so I think the reason that Brandy's and Chris's have hit me so hard is because I know them as people. Right. And and I can appreciate the fact that he captures who they are. Right. It's it's an amazing uh, he has an amazing ability to create a documentary type video about them that truly captures who they are as people and makers in a very beautiful way. Um, and in a, in the, the, the pace, like everything about it, the pace is good. The, the story, the storyline is good. The parts that he includes, and I'm guessing the parts that he excludes, it, it just works out perfectly because it was a perfect representation of who Chris is. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even to the point of, you know, it showed, uh, his Chris's true. I mean, Chris is, you know, madly in love with his fiance, which is amazing. And it's really beautiful to see that. And that came across, um, Chris, he also really loves food and breakfast food. And that came across like, there's like those little things that if you know the person, you know, that like that Justin captures that. And I, I don't know, it's just, some, he's got an, a very amazing knack, not just for cinematography, but also for storytelling and bringing out the, the person that he's filming and, and telling the story about. He's, um, he's just one of those guys that, you know, so Anthony Cumia 
Anthony Kumi, I'll mention him again because this it seems relevant. He he said one time a couple of years ago, he goes, if you ever want to see how terrible the mainstream media actually is, <laughs> let them write about somebody you know. Right. And you'll realize just how little they they know about pretty much anything and anyone. And I was thinking about that as I was watching this because I'm like, okay, I know Chris. I mean, look, I don't know Chris. Like, I've never been to his house. I don't. Yeah, but I know right, right. I got a pretty good idea of his personality. I, I find him to be a pretty well, likable dude. He's pretty. He's pretty open book about what he likes and what he doesn't like, right? You know? And that's that's kind of what I like about him. Like yeah, he's right. he, he's blunt. He's mm-hmm. fair, and he's. You know, he's a right. yeah, he's a cool dude who's a bit of a jerk, and I like it. Like <laughs> it works for him. You know, he wears it well. Right. But I do think that the cool dude, the nice guy, came through so well. You know, in in Justin's video, and I just love. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love. I love how. I love how Justin can get out of the way, and let this let the person be the star, and you know. Anyone could take that video and say, I shot this video. And you would go, okay, probably because Justin is just not a factor in his videos. It's, it's, it's amazing to me. I keep saying it. I said it so many times when we had him on, but it's just, I love the way he does it. I just, I can't get enough of it. I love that. I love Justin. I have his beautiful hat sitting in. I told him the other day, I wear that hat an uncomfortably many number of times in the course of a week like i, I wear that hat a lot justin you know how many maker shirts i have mm-hmm. i waited too long to try to get justin's and he was out of mediums and oh. so i don't have one so justin you gotta order more man i, I wear that i wear that too i'm, I'm a justin fanboy yeah. you know i like it i went from who was that? Who's that guy? To, no, who's <laughs> boy? But now, you know, I, I just love, I love his vibe. And it was so funny seeing like, just seeing Chris doing his thing and just, it's just such a good video. And I don't know, maybe we're biased because we're friends with both of them. Maybe that's I'm it. Sure, I'm some of that for sure. I'm, I'm, I don't doubt it. Look, we also right. love the Brandy video yep. and we're friends with both of them, you know? Well, I, but like I said before, I, I think part of it is, you really love to see your friends get represented and respected in the way that they deserve. And both Chris and Brandy deserve that. Right. And, and Justin delivers that in a very beautiful way. And again, um, the, the, the length of the videos and the pace of the videos, I just can't get over how perfect that is. And I just wish, I just wish, well, maybe I don't wish because mainstream TV is horrible, but I, it, it's it's exactly what I hate about mainstream TV, right? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So, oh, 100%. 100%. And that's that. I'll tell you, I, I can't. I, I almost, I know Justin doesn't like the churn out videos, mm-hmm. but I get excited when I see him in my feed because, like, oh, we're going to get a good video. Right. We're going to get a good video. Like that one, I didn't know. I had a rough idea was coming. I think one of them, either Chris or Justin, yeah, I, knew, had it. I knew it was coming. But yeah, we knew we knew it was coming down the pipeline. But when it finally hit, what was it Saturday night? Right? It was Saturday night? Oh, what? Yeah, maybe I can't remember. But yeah, Friday night or Saturday night, and I was just like, "Oh, cool, a new Justin video!" Like, stop everything. Here we go. <laughs> well, and it, it, it's one of those two where I was. I don't think I was like stop everything. I was more of like, all right. I'm I I'm gonna put this on. I think it, yeah. I think it was sad. I think it was Saturday night. But either way, I was like, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna watch this now because I I can't be focused now. 
I'm going to. Right. And that's, that's a huge thing for me too with, with YouTube videos is the videos that I watch and kind of like skip through, like, and that's not to mean, that's not to say that I don't respect them or whatever I do. Cause if I, you know, I only, I mean, I only watch the videos that I want to watch. Right. But there's, there is something to be said about the videos that I say, I have to wait until I can actually like watch it and focus on it and enjoy this one warrants this one warrants more than being background noise exactly perfect that's a perfect way of putting it yeah that's kind of what that's kind of what it is and it was a great video and also by the way the thumbnail yeah spot on yeah like perfect smiling chris i like smiling (laughs) i I like it i like it this is a great video yeah um we kissed both of their asses we should probably because i can only imagine what the halftime show is going to look like tomorrow and it's going to be ugly well, I think, just, and, and I mean, for the record, Chris, we did not pick video of the week because you threatened to can't uh, delete the halftime show, which he did. But we what? did that. Yes. How did I miss that? No, I, he sent me a joking message. He's like, if this is not video of the week, and I was like, well, we don't do video of the week anymore. So, <laughs> so this is hopefully going to be a surprise, Chris. Hopefully. Oh, my God. That is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So yeah, there you go. That's um, that's the video of the week for the first time we've done one in a while. So congratulations, Justin, for shooting it, and Chris for being such a wonderful subject. <laughs> Boy, I can hear him already in my. I can I can actually see the text coming across my <laughs> notification, and he'll do it. And you know what I love about Chris? He'll listen to this and he'll start responding to it at like eight o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's always definitely one of the first listeners. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. So. Usually I get, we, he's usually one of the first people to give us feedback, which there's I find. Been, there's been a couple of times where I, I haven't even like reposted your stories on my stories be, before he's like responding and like making comments about things I've said that I don't even remember I said. So oh, I love it. Yeah. And he'll, the one thing I love is he's really good at picking at one little scab. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, so Ethan, remember when you said this? What yep. about, what, Ethan, remember when you said this? It's like, yes, okay. Okay. Thank you, for that. thank you for that, Chris. Damn lawyer. Oh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. So, good, yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job. We loved it. And we've kissed your butts enough. So yep. you guys want, you guys, Chris or Justin, give us something else to kiss your butts about, you know, now go ahead. There's your bar. We've kissed your butt for like 20 minutes. Well, enough. So what I, the challenge for Justin is when he's going to come out and, film each of us individually recording this podcast and making it make it interesting just yeah how about that justin how about a us talking into a microphone looking at a computer screen with little like uh bump like bump lines about volume go ahead justin interesting justin that's your challenge yeah i was just gonna say make ethan and i interesting (laughs) i will happily i will happily you know depending on where i'm living at the time but i will happily give you a place to stay just um, make us interesting. <laughs> yeah. As soon as COVID's over, well, you know what, you know what, Vincent, we should do it. When COVID's over, we'll do a live recording and Justin can come out and film it. Yeah. Let's, um, well, we, we did already kind of imply that we wanted to visit um, Brooke and Michael. Yeah, totally. So there we go. I think we're, ma- I think we're in the process of making a maker meetup, <laughs> whether we want to admit it or not. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I'm going to do my. I think I'm going to do my thing of the week first this week, just because it's a little bit on the specialized side, and I can't know, wait we'll have to reel them back in afterwards. <laughs> so, 
a couple of about two weeks ago, Carbide 3D announced that they were upgrading their sweepy dust boot. Now, if you have a shape Oko, you know how god awful. Well, all right, that's not fair. It wasn't god awful, but it wasn't particularly good. The sweepy dust boot basically sits on the end of the router and it sweeps behind the router on your CNC and it essentially controls your dust. And trust me, you've not seen dust until you get into CNCs. You think you've seen dust, but you know, frankly, if everything's working correctly, you shouldn't be getting dust. You should be getting chips. But let's be honest, if you're using dull bits or wrong speeds and feeds, you are going to get dust. And there's just nothing you can do about the fact of life. So they had this thing called the sweepy and it worked reasonably well but the problem was it was the one with like all the like little hairs right yeah and it was designed for a specific use case a specific kind of dust collector a specific size hose a specific way of mounting it it was all very very specific the problem is that if you're like me and you have a vacuum that has let's say a i think mine is 36 millimeter the hose well, if you have a 36 millimeter hose, there was no good way to attach it to the boot. And what I ended up doing was I put an adapter on it and then I duct taped around the adapter to make a seal on the old one. It was it was terrible. OK, it worked. I got good dust collection with it, but it was just janky as all get out. So they announced this and I just freaked all the way out because it solved every single annoyance of the old one and it was only 45 bucks wow that's awesome it's it was i was like i am absolutely buying this immediately so they did a couple of cool things they made the the they included hose adapters with this one thank you guys they made the connector a lower profile so that you could have a little bit of wiggle room even if you needed to use your own adapters you don't have to fight against a spine on the the shape is better it it lowers all the way down and raises all the way up on the router now instead of having this weird lip that no one really understood why this lip was there but it was there um and then what they really did that was really cool and they called it the um the Winston Moy special they have a secondary bottom that doesn't have the brush bristles it just has the sealer so that you can still use the dust collection but it won't have brush bristles and that's for you folks out there that like to do your content creation and like to film your CNC doing stuff. Hmm. And it's really, really cool because without the bristles, you could see the the bit doing what it needs to do. So I don't know that I would ever use it because I don't do content creation. <laughs> I do when I'm doing the CNC, you get 15 seconds of robot labor in my Instagram stories, and that's as far as I'm willing to go with it. But yeah, this thing is absolutely amazing. I I wanted to, it's funny, it came today, it came like three days early, which I love UPS at this time of year, by the way. UPS goes out of their way to make sure you get your stuff, unlike other services that we won't talk about. Yeah, don't get me started. I was talking to a couple of people right before this about, yeah, I won't get into it. Oh, it's it's a thing. Like horrendous. And don't, I swear to you, don't lecture me on COVID and all the others. I don't want to hear it. No, it's not that. It's their fact that yeah, it, yeah. It's just I don't want to hear it. It's there's there's just problems. <laughs> there's just problems. It is horrendous. Like I have things that I I put in. Uh, got picked up on I think last uh, last Monday, and mm-hmm. they're still not even scanned. Mm-hmm. And, I had and, 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 like, my pa- uh, I have to get my passport renewed, 
and I put in the mail and it's like stuck in Connecticut. Like it's freaking ridiculous. And like, I was going to, I was going to make a 40 mile trip on Friday, Christmas day to do, I, I did a, re, a photo restore. I restored a pair of photos for a friend of mine for Christmas, for a Christmas present. And I did a, I did prints of them and I sent them down from Suffern, New York. You can look this up, folks. Look at the distance. Suffern, New York to Staten Island, New York. It's 42 miles. The distance this had to travel was 42 miles. <clears throat> I put it in the mail last Monday. It was gone from last Tuesday until Sunday morning. <laughs> Nobody knew where it was. It just disappeared. <laughs> disappeared completely off the earth. Mm-hmm. And then this morning I got the notification that it was out for delivery. So wow. yeah. So I mean, I mailed my parents. So I, I live in Boston area. My parent my parents live in Rochester, New York, so upstate New York, western New York. And uh, I sent them a package with a couple of Christmas presents. I think I think it was even I don't even think it was last Monday. I think it might have been the Friday before, if not earlier. And Currently, it's in, I think it's in North Carolina, which I mean, I'm not, I'm not a mathematician, but I think the quickest distance to from one point to another is a direct line, not from and not a triangle. So uh, I don't know what's going on. It's I've sent stuff from from my hometown to my friend Bridget in South Carolina, and she'll confirm this twice, twice this has happened. It went from Suffern, New York, to South Carolina by way of Guam. It happened twice. Don't know why. Nobody knows why. It just goes to Guam. It took one time she ordered something for me. It took 40 days to get to her. It's like, where the hell is it? Oh, it's in Guam. Oh, that makes perfect sense to go from New York to South Carolina. How else would you get there right. but through Guam? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think I think uh, I think it was uh a former guest, uh, Jordan Growler, domestics. He had a meme. I think it was today. That was uh, it was basically like something about the postal service, and it was like, "Stop looking at your tracking. It's in God's hands now." In God's hands now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the sweepy yes. to back to the Sorry. UPS got it here two days early. Thank you so much because I do have to do some CNC stuff tomorrow, and now I have the beautiful new That's sweepy awesome. 2.0 dust boot. Um. If you have, if you bought your Shape Oco recently, and you got the Carbide Create, uh, the Carbide Compact router with it, that's the only router that's supported right now. They only have a sixty-five millimeter version. Wait, which one? Did, Sorry. If you have the existing Carbide Compact router, oh, okay. Um, if you use the Dewalt, I think that fits the Makita also. By the way, I think the I actually I'm pretty sure that the Carbide router is actually a Makita router. Um, if you have the DeWalt one or you need a 69 millimeter, uh, it doesn't fit yet. They're they're coming with it. But so if you bought the one that they make, congratulations. <laughs> you now can be. And I know that there's a couple of listeners to this very podcast that bought this exact CNC mainly because I recommended it. And I will just tell you, get it. Uh, even if you have it, like it's sold out right now, hit email me when available and buy it as soon as it's available. It fits so much better. And it's just such an, it's a cleaner set up so there you go that's you, my thing uh he, the owner of that uh of that is the reason i was uh started instagram well one of the reasons what yeah i, I never told you sorry the owner of a uh, ship ship i always say it wrong um but he started the podcast uh, he had a podcast with mikey the maker and kyle stumpenhorse of rr buildings 
And oh, you tell me, oh yeah, 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 the guy from Carbide Three, okay, from Carbide Three D. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was confused for a second. I was like, the owner. I'm thinking of all the people we know that own this CNC. I'm oh, like, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But cool. All right, so there you go. So there's another reason. But <laughs> I love, I love this thing. By the way, can it's I, awesome. can I just, can I just tell you how much I love my Shape Oko now? You're like, putting I, it to work, man. I am putting it to work. Like that, that, that damn thing has run. Every weekend, at least, and some weekday mornings, pretty much since the middle of November, it has been an absolute workhorse, and I've only dulled one bit. Nice. Like, it is just, I can't, and I know I kissed, I'm not kissing his ass, but I'm just telling you, Al, you're the freaking man, bro, because you opened my eyes to stuff that I'm doing now that I don't even think about anymore. Like, it's just, it's a fantastic, fantastic tool. If you're in the market for a CNC, I can't recommend it highly enough. I can't. That's awesome. Okay. Ethan, Mm -hmm. thing of the week. Good, sir. All right. My thing of the week is probably not a surprise if you've uh, watched my stories or if you know him. But my story also goes out to another former guest of the show, um, Andrew of AG Does It. Uh, so every year, well, every year, he, the last two years, but every year he puts out a Maker Carol. So this year it was uh, the Maker Carol 2020, uh, where he gets a lot, like tons of footage from tons of different makers, uh, shop sounds, people singing, people playing instruments. And he makes this amazing um, Maker Carol um, to a traditional uh, traditional Christmas song. The guy is just, I fanboy all the time about Andrew. He's just, he's just such a talent, like just such a all around talent. And I admire him and he crushes it every time. So he, he, I think he had 35 different makers, uh, send him different, like I said, different shop sounds. Some of them sang, some of them played music and he worked it into this cohesive, amazing maker carol christmas song uh walking in the winter uh walking in the winter wonderland um it's just so it's fantastic go check it out it's on uh on his uh instagram uh i think it's instagram um i don't know but go check him out and it's you can find it it's just amazing it what I like about it, well, one, I'm in it, so I obviously I like it, but um, and I'm not afraid to admit that. But the ability to take something like you watch it and you just think, all right, this is amazing. But if you actually think about what goes into that, the ability to take all these different like random horrible shop sounds that we all send and make them into a rhythm and a beat, and then. Then he also sings like he. I didn't know he had such an amazing voice. He has an amazing voice. Him and uh, DIY Huntress. The two oh yeah. Them, yeah. Oh Sam. my gosh, she's got a voice too. And the two of them and um uh Oak Mill. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna blank on her name. Shoot. Uh, Oak Mill. Was it? Hold on. Sorry. You're asking me for name recall, and it just Oak it's Mill so- Will Works. Oak Mill. Oak Hill mill works thank you sorry um she and she's a pretty voice too like the so there's a couple other people that sing but both basically it's the three of them and it's just phenomenal like i i just keep watching it and it's it's truly truly amazing and so 
go check it out. It's also really, really fun to see a bunch of your maker, you know, the the makers that you know and love it all kind of come together and do this thing. But I still just, I can't get over the fact that he, his ability to bring it all together and make it such a cohesive and amazing piece. I, I think he spent over 50 hours on this thing. Um, oh, but it's brilliant. And it's, it's, it's truly an, uh, amazing. So go check it out. Cause, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's deserving and it's a wonderful tradition. I ho- hope he keeps doing it. And, uh, yeah. So. Fantastic. Yep. So we will definitely have the link to that in the show notes because it seems to be a night of talking about former guests tonight. I know seriously, <laughs> it does. Well, we've so. got so many, so many, so much talent from our former guests. So it is, it is absolutely ridiculous, you know, and we are going to end this year. Um, I mean, this has been a huge year for this podcast, like absolutely huge. Probably beyond either of our wildest dreams for this show. In fact, um, as we're recording this, um, we had a nice, we hit a nice little milestone a couple of days ago. We got our 30,000th download of Because We Make. I just can't even, I can't even believe it. 30,000. I, guys, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get misty or whatever but just thirty thousand downloads like Vincent gets choked up nope 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 no bingo no bingo no bingo that maybe the free space you may i'll give you the free space but uh yeah no it's you know this was a huge year for us a huge year for this podcast it was the you know to put to put that number in perspective you know i it took us our first year to get to ten thousand. And then it took us another seven to add another 20. So the growth of this podcast has just, I, we don't grow this podcast, right? We, we just, we get together every week. We shoot the crap for two hours, put out a product that we hope you enjoy and you guys eat it up and support us and share it and recommend it to other people. And I bump into people, I've been bumping into makers now that they know about the podcast. They haven't even met me or Ethan ever, but they know about our podcast, which that's amazing. I feel like that's when you start hitting that point where you're starting to grow beyond the people that know you, that, that, that there's a certain amount of legitimacy that you start to earn. And I, I am moved every time somebody, you know, tells us, Hey, we love the podcast and thank you so much for doing it. And we hope it's around for all that stuff. And yeah, I know that, there is a certain amount of that is ego stroking. And look, who the hell doesn't like having their ego stroke? You're a liar if you say that when somebody tells you your stuff is good, mm-hmm. you know, you know, if somebody says your video, a lot of you guys are doing YouTube videos. If somebody says your video was fantastic, no one goes, no, it's not really that good, but thanks anyway. No, you, you eat it up, right? Well, I eat it up too. Mm-hmm. Um, when somebody says this podcast is good or they enjoy it or they, it's part of their morning routine on Wednesday, you know, that hits me like right in the gut. Like Mm. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love that this little experiment in doing something a little different from the other maker podcast means so much to you guys. And it's just fantastic. And, you know, I'm not going to speak for Ethan. I'll let Ethan talk in a second and then we'll get up on out of here, but I'm just going to say this much. I promise you, as long as you guys keep listening, I don't care if it's 10 of you, this podcast ain't going anywhere. It ain't going anywhere. I don't care what my life circumstances look like. I don't care what I have to do. And I don't care if I have to sit on a desert island with a tape recorder and then mail the tape to somebody that could post it on the internet. 
But one way or the other, this podcast is not going anywhere. And the reason it's not going anywhere is because no matter what we do, you guys are always there supporting us. And believe me, I can only say it so much. We appreciate it so, so, so much. And we're going into Christmas now. And, you know, we had a nice little touching moment at the end for Thanksgiving. And we'll have one again now. I feel like the best gift as far as the making world that I got this year was seeing this podcast become something that people actually love and enjoy and support and want to be a part of. So for that, I couldn't be more grateful. And thank you to everyone that's put this podcast where it is today. Well, I mean, this is a little awkward because I, I, I didn't want to bring this up, Vincent, but I, I don't think I'm going to record anymore. So oh, um, <laughs> if anyone wants to be a co-host, you know. No, I'm, hey. I, I'm totally kidding. Uh, this is what I this is what I would say is that, you know, I was on Instagram before this podcast. I'm, you know, I'm on YouTube and I appreciate both of those things. Um, but this podcast has truly I, th- I think this podcast more than anything has has been the catalyst of making true friends friends and you know i've met more people through this podcast than through any of the other social media channels and i I, i'm so grateful and thankful for that because i i truly cherish those friendships so and most of all vincent our friendship and um so yes, so I I I agree. I, this this has been such an amazing year, and I, I I agree. I think this year was it was it was a different it was different this year. Last yeah. year, I think I think uh, you know you brought me on halfway through the year, and you know we had a, we we got it going and it was good. But this year, really, I think it became a podcast this year, uh, in a, in a way that. Uh, we, you know, it became ours, right? It became, we, we kind of, it became, I yeah. found our voice, but I really do feel like that's what happened. Yeah. I feel like we found our voice this year. I yeah. Really and, and, and people, and the people that have listened and the community that we built, you know, through the challenges and through the listening and all of that has just been, it's been very touching. And uh, I just can't believe that we've done what, 80 episodes and uh, 30,000 downloads and all of that is amazing but it's but again it, it truly comes down to it really is the the people that we've met through this and the podcast that we've been on because of this podcast and the friendships that we met through this podcast all of that has been truly truly unexpected and uh and I mean that you know truthfully I never would have expected that being on a podcast would have brought some some of my you know, best friends right now. Right. Um, so I appreciate everyone that listens. I appreciate everyone that supports us and, um, and what we're doing. And yeah, I just, I'm, I am, I'm truly grateful and thankful. Just like you said, Vincent, this is, it's, it's been an amazing year. Um, th- this is one of the bright spots out of the, what could be, you know, which w- truly a horrible, horrible year. This has been one of the bright spots and uh, I'm just so appreciative to have this every week and have all of you guys listen every week. Uh, so thank you. It's just been, it's been a fantastic year. And I don't like, I don't like when people rag on 2020 because frankly, I think 2020 was 
you know, I know that you guys, some of you had some bad stuff happen. I know some of you are going through some bad stuff right now. And I, I, I totally empathize. I'm not, I'm not diminishing what you're going through, but I'm just going to say that, you know, sometimes it's okay that even in a moment of darkness to find a little bit of light. And I feel like this podcast and what's happened with it and how it's grown and everything. I feel like that's what's happened this year. Like I found a little bit of light and that little bit of light was this podcast and the community that comes along with us every single week to hear what we have to say or to listen to our guests. And it's just been awesome. And I I mean, if this is, I kind of consider that, well, this is our first full year of doing the podcast. I can only imagine, I can only imagine what year two is going to be like and looking forward to getting it started. So January 13th, we will be back and we will bring you episode 80. And I'm pretty sure we already have a guest. So (laughs) it worked out. But thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all have, if you're celebrating Hanukkah, I hope you had a happy Hanukkah. Um, If you celebrate anything else, if you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate anything I didn't know, well, then I didn't know about it, but I hope you had a happy whatever it was. Um, Merry whatever, happy whatever, and happy new year. We will be back again. This is not goodbye. It's just see you later. And for now, we will see you later.